Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. Okay, here's a confession. We kind of go a little deep in this particular episode. Uh, This is not an astrology report. (laughs) This is an archetypal inner world exploration with the descent of spiritual awakening energy, the ascent of spiritual awakening energy, the sacred union. We talk about Parvati and Hecate and uh, Lilith and Uranus energy, uh, which is Kundalini energy. We talk about Hygieia. This this episode is, is a little off the charts, little off the charts, um, but I like it. I think it at least represents for us at Rewilding, for me as your host, represents a step into the new. So I talk a lot about this. We're in Aries, right? This, this new, this new, the, the age of Aquarius is upon us. This Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, this new, we're stepping into the new. What is the new? And to me, what I find so fascinating is that this is almost an example. This format, how things are a little bit different in this conversation is to me um, (laughs) a representation of almost exactly what we're talking about with this new moon energy. It's like embodiment on crack, right? (laughs) We talk about this as embodied astrology, but it's like the embodiment of the astrology was so embodied that it comes through in the expression of this podcast episode. Now, I don't know if your mind was able to follow that or if I was able to clearly communicate that, but let's just suffice it to say that this is an embodied example of of the energy. And I really hope that this at least step into the new, who knows where the next step is or how things will evolve for us. But I really hope that this serves, would love to hear. Actually, I would love to ask you a favor. This is, you are only hearing this as an audio subscriber um, because I only record these intros for you all. You know, like I shared in the last couple of episodes, I like to give you a little something something that I didn't share in the main content and I will in a second, but here's my request. And it might take you a minute or two minutes to do, but it's so crazy appreciated. And my request is if you at all want to support the show, want to support the work that we do, if you've gotten anything from us at any point (laughs) in these podcasts, if you could leave a review for us on whatever podcast platform you listen to the show, it would be so appreciated. I can't tell you how powerful those are um, for helping us to share more in the world, for um, allowing other people to find this. Um, It just really means the world to us. So that's my little ask of of you as one of our beloved community members. Um, Now, let me share what I could share that's a little bit more than what I shared. I'm, I'm staring at the chart right now. So in case you're wondering like, Serena, why are you talking so slow and so weird? Okay, here's, here's a part that I, that I could share with you. Um, 
you'll hear me talk about Chiron in this episode, right? Chiron is a very powerful aspect of self to work with. There's also some previous episodes that I did with Robert Ohado, the end of the Robert Ohado podcast episode, which you'll find a link in the show notes, talks about Chiron. There's also a meditation that you can do with Chiron energy. But Chiron's counterpart, I mentioned her in the episode, Chericlo. She's also a medicine woman. So Chiron medicine man talk a lot about Hecate as medicine woman. And I mention Chericlo as Chiron's wife. She's currently conjunct the asteroid Shiva. So if we're talking about healing potentials, healing capacities, this real um, refined divine energy that um, this also boundaries, we talk a lot about healthy boundaries with Parvati and this sovereign self. Chericlo is an additional energy that supports healthy boundaries. So what I'll share around something that I didn't necessarily go into is this theme around boundaries and going from Pisces into Aries. So sun is in Aries, moon, this is an Aries, new moon is in Aries, Mercury is in Aries, right? Everything's shifting into Aries season and it goes from Pisces, which is very watery, um, boundaryless, into Aries, <laughs> individual, like we've now individuated. We are, we are, um, we have boundaries. So there's a possibility here to really feel into boundaries, healthy boundaries, to explore, you know, what relationships could I maybe tweak the boundaries a little bit to be even more healthy, more true. Um, and you'll get kind of more insights as, as the, we get into the main content, but that's a little something extra because uh, I just like to give us something extra in, in our audio conversation. Okay, um, that is enough of an intro. I invite you to deepen in and to really go into this conversation um, when you've got like time and space and capacity to sink in. It's a super energetic one um, and it's kind of a new, kind of new, so we'll see. Um, would love to hear how it goes for you though. If you'd like to leave a comment, join us in the Facebook group. Um, we always post about the episode. There's always conversations happening about the episode. So love hearing um, anything and everything that you feel to share about what, what these conversations are doing for you. All right, so much love. Enjoy the episode. This could be the worst embodied astrology video I've ever done. It could also be the best embodied astrology video I've ever done. <laughs> I do not know where the heck we are going with this thing. Uh, we are in such a time myself, the rewilding team, the Sabrina Lynn team, there's multiple teams, there's multiple programs, but we are in this enormous time of transition, transformation. And Maybe you're feeling that too. So I think that's where we'll start this conversation. Of course, I'm going to 
dive into some of the different aspects. Of course, we're going to talk about archetypes and embodiment practices and what the heck's going on in this Aries new moon on the 31st of March slash April 1st, depending on where you're at. But <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a better way of doing this. Like this, but, but also feeling into that energy of this moment in time. There's a, there's a better way. There's a newer way, a truer way, a, a more aligned way, a more fulfilling way, a more alive way of doing, of doing this. And I say this, and I'm referring to, that's little sheevy butts over there, um, my dog, but I'm referring to this as this video, these embodied astrology videos, you know, what I can bring to a YouTube channel. But it goes way beyond that. And that's kind of the energy that I'd like to open the door to in this conversation is inviting us to personally feel into, okay, there's a new way of doing this, whatever it is, it can be parenting, it can be running your business, it can be writing your book, it can be your self-care routine. Um, but there's a newer, truer, more alive, more aligned, more soulful, more purpose-filled way of doing pretty much everything. <laughs> Yeah, how the hell are we going to cope with that energy that is this moment in time? Well, some of us are not doing a very good job of it. Some of us are um, kind of playing it safe. Remember, these conversations are an invitation to be radically honest with self. They're not to take things personal. They're not to judge self. They're not to beat self up. They're giving us an opportunity to get really real with ourselves. And so please don't let this <laughs> cause a trigger in a way that it shuts you down or you can't hear or it makes you less honest with self, right? Maybe that is an invitation to almost check in with self and go, is this the best time for me to listen to this? Um, is this, am I in a space where I can be open-minded, where I can be honest with myself, where I can maybe even get past my own habitual ways of thinking, responding, uh, <laughs> defending, reacting, uh, all of those things. So if this is the best time, then let's, let's go a little deeper into this new, new. This is an Aries new moon. This is the first new moon of the new astrological year. Aries is the energy of pioneering, moving forward. And that, that pioneering energy, like really feel into the newness that that asks for, the pressing outside of the box, outside of our comfort zones. 
on top of this being an Aries new moon, we are headed towards that all-encompassing, elusive as hell, every astrologer's talking about it, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces happening on April 12th. We're headed toward that. This is the moon cycle that encompasses that conjunction. Now, how does, or what does that energy flavor add to this pioneering newness, shaking things up to come to an even truer, tr truer way? I like those words, true, like a truer way. And when I feel into what does a truer way feel like, it's, it's like, those words, alive, aligned, awake, um, fulfilling, purposeful for our lives. So this is a moment in time where it's like these words that I keep hearing are, are like reset. It's a reset point, a reboot point, a renewal point, a, a rejuvenating point, a re, reinventing of our lives point. All, all of like those, that sort of energy. And, and you can feel into, here's a, here's a quick little practice. Feel into what has gotten stagnant. Like stagnant is a good word to take us into deeper places within self often. Where is there stagnant energy in my body? Where have my relationships or what relationships have gotten stagnant? What um, other aspects of my life feel stagnant or stuck or um, old? It's, it's even this feeling of old. Now, here's a wild energy to feel into around this new moon. And it's this energy of the old ways which are comfortable. So old ways are often they're known, they're comfortable. So here's a here's kind of something else to feel into, you know, if it was to feel into what's stagnant, what's kind of feeling stuck or boring is another kind of way to feel into it. It's like boring or oh this just isn't working, right? There's a ugh, something's not working here. And then if we were to kind of go into this <laughs> So funny because I lose my train of thought because I go so deep into the stagnant uh, place. But then if we were to kind of move into this here, here's the thread, move into this next phase and almost feel how, yeah, we're stuck or that doesn't feel great, but it's more comfortable than the new sitting in the known, even if it's not working or feeling good or lighting me up or, you know, um, inspire it. Like I, I don't feel alive. I don't feel on purpose. I don't feel aligned. I don't feel like I'm in flow. I'm still, I'm still choosing that because it's comfortable, because it's safe, because it's known. And so this energy right now, it almost has these like graspy claws and hooks in us and these like spidey little tendrils of just like holding us in our 
known comfort zone. Meanwhile, there is this enormous potential, enormous potential, um, potential within ourselves, potential for, um, when I say within ourselves, I'll just give some other things to feel into this is potential for healing huge amount of potential for healing, especially at this new moon with Chiron right in the mix with the moon and the sun. Chiron, wounded healer. There is capacity for deep shamanic, like shamanic, otherworldly, way beyond just the physical body, way beyond just the thoughts into much deeper realms of our being for healing, much deeper realms of our being for healing. So it's possibilities and potentials right now for healing ancestral lines, healing mother wounds, father wounds, the father line, the mother line, healing past life patterns, healing, you know, an old trauma that happened at the age of five that we can't even remember, but it's actually caused our body to form in a certain way so that we always have lower back pain or something. This is such a mystical, magical time. Um, and don't let the word magical throw you off into, oh boy, now Sabrina's gone off the deep end. It's magical in a way of these other realms are wide open. The, the unseen world is right here. Our ability to move into shamanic states of being, shamanic states of consciousness where things like soul retrievals take place, where things like deep healing that are seemingly miraculous take place. Working on these levels, this is wide open territory. So things that are really great around this time are <laughs> working with the archetypal energy of Chiron. Um, there's a really beautiful meditation that we have on Chiron. That is a very powerful, practice to do now to access that archetypal energy of a Chiron. We'll put a link up here and down below too, so you can find it. Working with the Chiron archetypal energy, things like shamanic journeys are powerful right now. Other practices, other shamanic practices, earthy practices, um, the practices that don't necessarily take you up high into the heights, those are, that's a beautiful, very powerful place, but it's more practices that take you deep down into the depths, like the deeper mysteries, the, <laughs> the earthy, gritty, down in here. And it's not just because Chiron is the archetypal energy of this new moon. It would be Chiron and warrior energy because of the Aries. Um, that would be the two that I would say are the loudest of like, if you want to feel into archetypal energy, it would be Chiron and it would be warrior. Now take that one step further and feel into Chiron wounded healer, 
something I, I like to share around Chiron and when working with Chiron and the gifts of Chiron, this is an aspect of self, by the way. So don't, don't just put it outside of yourself like, oh yeah, great, Chiron's a really good myth, Sabrina. But what it points to is an aspect of self. It is a very powerful aspect of self. It is an aspect of self that until we work with it, and we don't have to work with it through the archetypal journey, that's a doorway in, right? We could end up working with it in other embodiment practices. We could end up working with it in therapy. We could end up working with it in many other, many other ways. But the way that I <laughs> am most well-versed in is right into the archetypal energy, right into the embodiment of that archetypal energy and opening up that line and self and going, what's here? What my Chiron, that aspect of myself that is Chiron, um, that aspect of my being, of my personality, of my me, that is Chiron, what's here? And here's what we often find, our deepest, our deepest wounds are held in Chiron. The ones that are seemingly, this is such a complex, wild, beautiful thing with Chiron, is these wounds that are seemingly incurable. That's Chiron. It's like, I just cannot overcome this wound heal this thing in my life. And it doesn't have to be a physical wound. It can be psychological. It can be a codependent pattern. It can be an emotional thing. It can be a chakra-based thing. Like, whoa, I just cannot get my heart chakra to open, right? It can be all different layers and levels and it can show up in all different ways. But if you've lived on this planet and you've been introspective, you will probably have inklings of your Chiron wounding. Wounding, and again, don't take this the wrong way. This is just a doorway in. This is a way of talking about self. What you want to look at is, with Chiron, is where, where is life just let me, let me feel a different doorway in. I don't think that's the best doorway in. Um, this thing in my life that just never fucking works. This thing in my life that just never fucking heals. This relationship pattern that just fucking repeats itself all of the time. I'm just not good at. Like you feel into whatever these things are. Like I'm just not good at partnership, at marriage, at relationship. I'm just, just like sex has been this really tough, challenging fucking thing for me my whole life. Money, money is just, it's, it's the, the bane of my existence. I've, I've done so many different things, but I can't seem to shift this pattern, this, um, this like almost karmic cycle that just keeps fucking repeating itself, right? Like I, it's almost like this feeling of, I just run into a wall. It's just, they just keep running headfirst into a wall. That's, Chiron, that's, that's Chiron. That's a way of starting to, to move into our, our Chiron. Also can be, this is, this is the weird fucking part about Chiron, is 
in that territory, this is going to sound so crazy, but you'll maybe have heard this in other personal development coaches talk about this even. So this is not some like straight up energetic working with this deep part of self kind of thing. It's that in this deep challenge, this deep wounding, this, this place in life that just doesn't work for us, we have an enormous amount of wisdom. We have an enormous amount of knowing, of wisdom, of... Um, it's like because of that challenge, because of how much focus we have put on it, and beyond just this life, because of what we came in with, let's just say because of what we came in with, we learn skills, we learn information that we would have never otherwise learned because of it. That's Chiron. That's also Chiron. Now we're starting to see the gifts of Chiron and, and the, the, the beauty of this. Um, let me give, let me give an example. Okay. Here's, here's a random example. <laughs> it's not so random because it's a little bit about my journey. <laughs> um, but I think it helps to bring things home and I'm always better at bringing things home when it's like a close story or a one that I can really see. Um, for me, uh, hold on a second. There's a few different Chiron pieces. This one's not specific to me, so, so this one's not my story. I have seen individuals who have struggled with an enormous amount of physical ailments. Physical ailments. Um, I have seen individuals struggle with food. It's like, fuck. I just... I just cannot get my relationship to food, to a healthy place. And so they, they this is so beautiful. This, there's, this, is, this is a story of someone I know very close to me. Um, struggled with food her whole life. And in that has studied, um, uh, <laughs> there's little sheeps going again, has studied uh, this modality you know, has studied this modality, has studied this, has learned this information, has learned this information, and has become this amazing doctor, this amazing doctor that has this enormous amount of knowledge, insight, and healing capacity to gift to others because of her struggle, because of her journey, because she had to struggle through that. So just feel into that for yourself and that's the part where a lot of personal development um, and even when you're doing like soul purpose work sometimes they will invite you or a program or a person will invite you to feel into what have you struggled with the most because oftentimes that has something to do with a gift that you can give to the world and this is crazy i know i'm, I'm we're in a new moon and i'm diving into chiron um, but this is an archetypal energy that holds so much fruit for us. Um, 
it's a place in self that holds so much fruit. It, one, is a place where we often sabotage the shit out of ourselves, our potentials, our um, the things that we most deeply desire to experience in life, to create, to do, to, yeah, to build, to all, the things that we most deeply desire, like heart's deepest desire. And this part of self just unconsciously in hidden ways pushes it away, sabotages it. It's like the very thing that we want to give the world. We feel like we're too wounded to do it. We feel like um, we're, or the very thing, it's not even necessarily what we want to give the world. So don't get too caught up in that. Although Chiron energy is very much a service energy. It's very much, a, um, a, I will share my knowledge and my wisdom um, and my, my gifts, my gifts with the world in a greater way. Um, <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> like I said, this might be the worst new moon astrology or the best uh, <laughs> embodied astrology video. And really just flowing with where uh, I feel I can bring something different to the table, where I can, I can gift in the greatest way that I can. Um, my Chiron, here's the personal story, my Chiron is conjunct Vesta. Uh, Vesta to me is not home and hearth. Vesta to me, having worked with her for years and that archetypal energy and facilitating that energy uh, for a long, long, long time. Now, Vesta is very much uh, like the Vestal Virgins, the uh, sacred flame, keeper of the sacred flame, the inner flame. Vesta focuses... Um, has the capacity to focus energy, to focus Shakti, to focus um, awakening energy, to focus Kundalini energy, to to really priestess. Vesta's a priestess. And maybe you know, maybe you don't, but we just opened up an 18-month priestess training program, right? That took me years, <laughs> years of working on, years of my own Chiron process with that. But had I not had so much fear, so much whatever, call to work in this area, to understand it, to hone my skills, because of deep fear, like how it showed up for me was not necessarily um, like an incurable physical wound or something like that, but it's this incurable fear wound. It's incurable. It's incurable. I've let it go. That's the other part of the Chiron magic. So here's the gift to Chiron is the thing that sets you free, the thing that opens the gift. It literally is the thing that sets you free, sets you free from the wound, totally sets you free from the wound is you surrender over to it. You stop pushing up against it. I must heal this. I must change this. I must shift this. And so for me personally, it was this, I must stop being afraid that the world is going to kill me for being what I am in the world, for holding the spaces I hold in the world, for opening the doors that I hold in the world, for being a priestess in the world, right? The world is good. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. 
the world will hunt me down, they will kill me. It's almost like a Christ wound, sort of, right? Of just, I will end up on a cross and I will end up dead. And there's, there's fear around that. <laughs> and, and so having, it's still there. It's not that it's not there, but it's not debilitating. And because it's there, it has actually elevated my capacity to give that gift in the world to a degree that I would never have been able to get to because of that. Does that make sense? I hope it's making sense. I hope it's making sense. Um, gosh, I would love to do like a huge Chiron, like a huge Chiron workshop for us. <laughs> One of these days I will get around to creating all of the archetypes and a workshop on all of the archetypes so that when I talk about one, I can just say, here, <laughs> you can go dive into it. Um, but I don't have a Chiron. I mean, I've done Chiron workshops, but I don't have a specific, beautiful online journey all packaged up and pretty. Uh, we'll see someday, maybe. Okay, so let me go back up here to this overall energy of this new moon. It's this moving forward, moving forward. We're moving into the new and we might be going kicking and screaming. We might be going unconscious as hell. We might be going <laughs> um, at a, a pace of a billion miles an hour, especially with all of this Aries energy. It's, 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 it is, it is an enormous amount of, of fire, of literally the wind at your back, of it's, it's a push. It is a push energy. It's pushing you and it will push you into, into the next phase. Now, um, here's a quick question of where am I? Here, let, me, let me give this energetic feel for a quick second before I ask this question. So it's pushing you into the new, but remember, there's also this energy that's holding on to you to stay comfortable, to stay in the known energy. And so this is a tricky, beautiful, wild, amazing spot to work. And we often have to go beyond just the mental realm to get into the raw energetics of this, the deeper things that are playing out around this, right? So it's, um, so part of the reason I brought up Chiron and went so deep into it is that's an energy that can actually help us to let go of what we're holding on to, of what's holding on to us. It's almost like it's what's holding on to us. So if you feel into that, it almost gives you a little bit of a separation between you and the old. So it's what's holding on to us. What old patterns holding on to you? What old habit? What old addiction? What old, um, whatever it is, what old thing is holding on. And again, this is, this is way beyond just thinking about, oh, my job is holding me back. It like go a layer deeper and then go, oh, actually in my job, it's this that's holding me back. This, this dynamic is what holds me back. And then go a layer deeper and go, okay, this dynamic is actually the same dynamic that's been playing out since my childhood. Fuck, it's not my job. It's not my boss. It's this dynamic is the old that's holding on to me. And, and I, can, I can 
bring light to it. I can bring consciousness to it so that it can let go. Does that make sense? I know I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it today, right? I said, this is going to be the best or the worst. And you might fucking hate this episode. That's cool. I just promised that I would let it fly, right? I would let it fly on this new energy and just see what the heck happens with no limits. No, we might go for an hour and a half. No, I don't think we will. But um, let me feel if there's anything else around this Chiron. This Chiron piece. I want to highlight this one last time. Part of the key to being to moving forward into the new is the letting go of how we think we need to heal something. Letting go of, like for me, that example of letting go of, I need the fear to go away before I step into being this in the world. Before I step into giving this to the world, I have to let go of this fear. So it's for, for us to feel into, maybe I don't have to let go of this. Maybe I don't have to heal this perfectly. Maybe I don't have to, whatever it is, whatever it is. And again, that Chiron meditation. So I know I said I don't have any ways for you to work with Chiron, but that's a really good way to work with Chiron. It's like a 20 minute meditation and it's on YouTube. It's totally free. Um, so go check that out. All right, if you're enjoying this, if this is bringing you something, hit the like button if you like this new style of kind of diving deeper, uh, leave me a comment. I would love to know uh, if this is serving or if you're like, eh, Sabrina, I just want the overview, which is totally valid. I know I kind of made fun of that. I didn't mean to. <laughs> um, I would love to hear in the comments below. Okay, so let me feel, hmm, here's something else that I want to talk about that I don't know you will find in many other places. I think that's the angle that we're kind of taking with these and this new energy of, um, let me take us deeper, let me give us something to fucking chew on and something to work with, and let me also bring in things that you might not be able to get in other astrology videos. So there's tons of stuff out there. Um, but what are people not diving deep into or not maybe talking about? And asteroids is something that I don't see a ton of out there. That's the feminine archetypes, right? So those are when I start talking about Lilith and Kali and Medusa, right? Like all of our favorite uh, divine feminine archetypal goddess energies. That's the asteroids. And that's something that um, I know a lot about, <laughs> a lot about. Um, okay, so this aspect is... <laughs> uh, brings us back to that theme. I'm giggling because I just love it so much. And you're gonna hear why I'm giggling because I just, I think it's so stunning and so beautiful that it's mixing with medicine man. So if we consider Chiron medicine man, right? Shamanic tradition, like medicine man. And you think of, of shamans who, you know, um, go through a shamanic initiation and it's often if we were to look back into traditions, it was often a near-death experience. Talk about a shaman wound. Talk about a Chiron wound, right? It's a near-death experience and it's a surrender over to, like, I might die. 
something way greater. And then that's the initiation into becoming the shaman or the medicine man, medicine woman of, of the tribe, right? So <laughs> um, that energy mixing with medicine woman. So Chiron's medicine man, medicine woman is loud <laughs> at this new moon. Hecate, energy of queen of the witches. You think queen of the witches, you think um, midwifery, you think um, real earthy connectedness, you think connected into natural rhythms, connected into body rhythms. You think women's wisdom, like womb wisdom, blood mysteries, that's Hecate, this is Hecate, right? She's medicine woman, so she's kind of counterpart to, to Chiron. Not counterpart, you know, Chiron's wife is Chericlo, but if there was an energetic equivalent that I would say to Chiron of the feminine flavor, it would be Hecate. It would be Hecate. So Hecate is perfectly conjunct Uranus. Perfectly conjunct Uranus. Now, what's the energy of Uranus? Uranus is light it up <laughs> energy. It's lightning bolt. It's awakening energy. It's bringing in higher vibrations, bringing in the new. Um, we've talked about this in many videos before, but it's really this lightning bolt. It's oftentimes very linked to Kundalini energy, which is like spiritual awakening energy. So when someone works with Uranus energy, it's typically descending spiritual awakening energy. It's a descending motion and it's high vibrational, high vibrational. It's lightning bolt like, but Uranus really, you know, some people will say it brings the energy of, of revolution. Uh, it's, 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 it's a revolution. It's bringing us into the new. There's that word again, bringing us into the new, bringing us into the new. So if you now mix these two archetypal energies together, right? You mix Uranus, lightning bolt thrower, right? Very high level spiritual awakening, the descending kind. And for those of you versed in kind of Christ light or Christ energy, that was a descending energy. That was a descending awakening, right? It's, it's, it's a descending awakening. So take that for what it's worth. But if we mix this descending energy with an earthy medicine woman who is very grounded, very embodied, very soulful, knows deep roots, knows how to embody soul and embody divine light. This is fucking stunning. This is stunning. You can bring this high vibrational spiritual awakening energy into the whole of your being. Into like down, right? And this is the descent. This is, this is the descent. This is spiritual awakening 101. Like, yeah, there's the rise of Shakti rising, but there's also the descent, right? There's both. That's the sacred marriage. That's both and. It's not one or the other. It's both and. 
And so this, because the medicine woman is there, because Hecate is there, right? She can think about shamanic, she can drum it in. She can stomp it in, right? She's, she's, she's shaman and has this womb wisdom, which this isn't just about women, this, this embodied womb wisdom that literally her womb is open and awake and alive. Her yoni, right? First chakra, second chakra, all of this. And th these are energetic points too. So we don't necessarily have to have a womb to do this, but just she has this capacity to bring the light all the way down. And because she has deep roots and a deep connection to this earth, she can bring the light through her whole being all the way down beyond herself. She can literally anchor in, anchor in high spiritual light. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so, um, hold on a second. She is opposing. Yeah, this is even better. This, this, it just, it's just too good. This new moon is just too good. Um, it's challenging because it's going to fry a lot of people out, right? It's going to take people off the planet. We're going to numb out. We're going to go deep into wounds, into Chiron wounds. We're going to go crazy into, you know, wounded warrior, masculine energy. But all of that's on offer too. But what I'm attempting to do is take us up to another level. Take us up to another level of 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 consciousness, another level of working with these places. Um, and Hecate conjunct Uranus, right? Which we just spoke about. Opposite Hygieia, Kundalini goddess of miraculous awakening. So she brings in bottom-up energy. That's Hygieia. She brings in the rise. So how we just talked about the descent of spiritual awakening energy, Hygieia, Hygieia, she's not just the goddess of hygiene. She's goddess of kundalini fucking awakening. You probably won't find that out there anywhere. You will Google the shit out of that and you'll probably just see, oh, she's goddess of hygiene. Just like Vesta, oh, she's goddess of home and hearth. That's, that's a layer of them, a level of these archetypal energies. But when you work in these higher realms that we're talking about, this is what starts to open up. Hygieia is kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and awakening. She's perfectly opposite. Maybe she's one degree off. I don't even, let me just see. She's one degree off, which she's opposite. This Uranus Hecate <laughs> conjunction. Uh, I don't know, but that's kind of a big deal in my world. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But the descent of big mama spiritual awakening energy mixed in with the rise of big mama spiritual awakening held by a medicine woman who can midwife this in, who can literally hold this, embody this, and midwife a union like this in, that's, a, that's kind of a big thing. That's kind of a big thing. Um, <laughs> so I love this new moon. I love this new moon. Um, how can we bring it down now? I know I've talked on like big energetic levels, um, high voltage levels, how to work with this in, in, in an embodied way, but 
Like, how does that translate into your life? You're like, oh, by the way, if you're wanting to work with descending and ascending at the same time, and you're like, Sabrina, that sounds great. How the fuck do I do that? Reunion. Our, our reunion online program. It's open. It's always open, right? This is an enormously amazing time to work with the heights and the depths, the descending and the ascending, and the sacred union within the body. Like, it, th that's... That's a crazy, beautiful lineup, crazy, beautiful lineup. We'll put a link down below. If you have it in your collection already, dive in to it again, maybe, or go into the workshops that call to you most. Um, if you don't have it in your collection, check it out. It's perfect way to work with us. Um, so how does this translate into life? <clears throat> I can't even begin to tell you how this translates into life. It's like asking me to tell someone what a kundalini awakening is going to translate into their life, what a spiritual awakening is going to look like for them. Totally fucking impossible because it could be anything. What I can tell you though is that it will be in accordance with your soul's deepest desires on how your soul, not your little self, not your egoical self, not that part of you, your soul self, how it wants to express in the world, the relationships it wants to experience, the love, the connection, the creations that it wants to bring through. That, I can tell you, is a guarantee but I don't know what that is for you. I don't even know what that is for me outside of maybe the next little breadcrumb on the breadcrumb trail of Sabrina's soul unfolding, right? So there is also no place in our lives that this, this is like high vibrational spiritual awakening energy, life mixed with your life force energy mixed with all of the information of what makes you you, of what makes this soulful being, this particular soulful being. It's the Akashic Records is a way of talking about that. It's literally like the whole thing is opened up. By the way, this is also an extremely destined time. So the nodes, nodes of fate, nodes of destiny. I like the word destiny more than fate. I just did this wild video on Instagram of like, <laughs> um, life is happening to me. Um, and then moving into the, like owning, owning our soul journey. It, like from fate, it's fated. Oh, this is so fated into, uh, this is destined. I've, I'm destined for this. And I become a co-creator with life versus a victim to life. Uh, it was a fun thing on Instagram. We'll put links. There's always links to Instagram and Facebook below. We have, well, I have a lot of fun over there, <laughs> but I think our community has a lot of fun over there too. So that's an invitation. If you want to come hang out on a daily basis, we're sharing things all the time. Um, so the nodes, let me talk about those really quickly. You'll hear a lot of talk about Mars, Venus, Saturn, which are all dancing together, squaring the nodes. You'll hear a lot of talk about that. I won't talk about that. You'll find that in other places. But what you might not find is that 
the north node is currently sandwiched between two asteroids, two goddess energies. So north node is our, um, our, future, our, our future visions, our soul's potential. This is a soul line. This is like destiny line. It's a soul line. And when we move along toward the north node, right, that's the breadcrumb trail. It's, it's literally like, okay, this is my soul's unfolding. This is what my soul came here to experience, to express, and how it came here to do that. That's, that's North Node. It's fucking stunning. Um, it, hold on a second. Uh, right now, that journey is supported very much by these two goddesses. One is Lilith and the other is Parvati. Um, so Lilith asteroid, not black moon, Lilith, for those of you who are astrology mind, it's Lilith asteroid. Um, and, and Parvati. So Lilith, you probably know about. If you don't, search Lilith. We'll put some video links to Lilith and you can find Lilith energy. Lilith energy is fierce. It's fierce feminine. It's dark goddess. It's really owning your shadow. So that's, that's what Lilith will bring. She's also truth. She's a warrior for truth. And um, she's a warrior for awakening us to the power we have within. So you can feel into that too. Like, well... It's kind of like Lilith standing on your north node going, you got a lot more potential, sunshine. Like a lot more potential. However, you're going to have to open to your power. You're going to have to open to your power. Then once you open to your power, you're going to have to purify your power. You're going to have to clean it up. So it's not power over another in order for you to feel power. It's authentic empowerment with the co-creation of the all of everything. That's what Lilith asks you to do. One is to open up all the doors where we've closed down our power. We deny our power. We give our power away. That's a common line we use in this spiritual world. <laughs> spiritual world. Oh, I do not mean to be snarky like that. Um, I, it's, um, <laughs> why did I do that? Let me explain why I did that. Um, it's because there is such a victim energy that runs rampant through um, through spiritual, through some spiritual communities, I won't say all, but, but a lot of spiritual communities, um, where it's, um, they've taken my power. They took my power. Um, I give my power away. Like there's this, um, lack of ownership piece. That's where I get snarky. And that's, that's where Lilith will call us out and go, no, 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 you're an adult now. And let's do some adulting. Let's be mature about this, right? Mom's not taking your power away. She's not taking it away. Um, you have choice now. You're not still seven where you didn't really have choice. You have choice. Let's get conscious about this and let's make empowering choices. That's, that's part of Lilith. So that's where my little snarkiness came from. <laughs> um, but Lilith, really her gift is she wants you in your power. Like she wants you open to your sexual power. And this is where a lot of people get hung up and they go, oh, Lilith is like this demoness, seductress, sexual deviant. No, she's actually just showing you where you have denied the power in your sexuality, where you have shut down your sexual energy. And that's actually just life force. It's just life force. It's revitalizing. It's vitality. It's health. It's wellness. And she gets angry, right? That's Lilith. She's like what? 
like as all of the dark goddesses, right? That's their, like, don't repress this. This is stunning. Why would you demonize sexual energy? It's what makes babies, right? That's Lilith. So her on your north node is saying, there's more power, there's more power. Let's open it, let's awaken it, going from dormant. You'll have heard me talk about dormant, distorted, divine. Those are the kind of three different stages of opening up to these archetypal energies or just different parts of self. And so your power's dormant, let's open the door. Then it comes out and it's like fucking wild, right? It's, 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 it's got all sorts of like weird kinks to it and it's, it's got um, weird wounds and it's got weird absorbed conditioning and weird patterns. And so we're still like, it's still, it's open, but, but it's, it's coming out in a, um, in a wounded way or it's coming out from fear. And so we just move through that phase. It's called purifying phase or um, a refining phase. And then you move up into being able to express that power. And you can see in our world, the, the, the unhealthy power plays, right? Like this is not hard to find. Open up your phone and look at the headlines of the news. We don't wield power in a great way in humanity. And so the dark goddesses and the dark gods, some of them, these, these energies, they really give us this capacity to purify it. And so that we can wield power connected to soul, connected to heart, connected to the good of the all of everything. That's the kind of power that in this new energy too, we're all being asked to step into. We're, we're being asked to clean up power. We're being asked to purify power. We're being asked to open to all of our power, but then we're being asked to clean it up before we nuke each other, you know, before we wipe each other out <laughs> and misuse of power, moving through misuse of power so that it becomes um, this fucking stunning expression, this divine, right? Third stage, divine expression of power. That. Imagine that kind of humanity, or just imagine that in your own life. One, imagine being empowered. Two, imagine that empowerment coming from a place of divinity, of, of your own divinity, of, of like, the, I can't even explain how that feels in my body. It's just like, wah, like, come on. How are we not there yet? <laughs> um, so, okay. This has gotten long. I haven't talked about Parvati. Let me share. <laughs> Let me just share. I'll end on this. I'll end on Parvati. Um, Parvati is a goddess from the Indian pantheon. And she's Shiva's, one of Shiva's consorts. Parvati is a really amazing archetypal energy in that she's a feminine archetypal energy, but she's a, let me get this. Let me, I'm trying to find words in the energetics to this, to, to be able to express them in the best way. Um, she is whole unto self, sovereign self. There's a real peace to Parvati. You can feel how different that is to Lilith, right? There's, I am whole unto self, also with Parvati, yes, she's considered a feminine deity. However, she has her whole masculine open, awake, alive, 
and her whole feminine open awake alive. This is such a stunning archetype to work with when um, we are, I don't even want to say when because there's so many gifts she brings from so many different angles and I don't want to limit it, but she doesn't gift us with this balance. Like, sure, she'll bring that and show us where the balance is, but it's not so that she can always be in both her masculine and her feminine. It's that she has the fluidity and the flexibility to go from, whew, I, what serves this moment is this directional focused force, which is typically considered masculine. And then she can move into the next moment and go, actually what now serves this moment is to just surrender into, the interconnectedness of everything is to just feel, is to let energy move my body, is to inspire this room with my beauty, is to inspire this room with life force and how it flows through me, right? And then in the next moment, she can flip back, like that's what Parvati brings. Um, she also brings this in incredible amount of wisdom around relationships, around intimate relationships, around intimate relationships, around the dance of masculine and feminine, around the dance of intimacy, around polarity, around um, attraction, around passion, around union, around connection, around sexuality, around, around creation, like really around creation energy as well. Um, by the way, again, if this is singing to you, reunion is a great way to explore this energy, this, this Parvati energy that I'm talking about, that reunion workshop series. So that's what Parvati is bringing to the North Node. This, um, I'm going to use the word balance, this balance, this, um, this capacity to not be too masculine and not be too feminine. This... She also brings patience. There's a whole beautiful um, aspect of her myth where she stands on one leg in a river waiting for Shiva. <laughs> but what she's doing is she's developing her own capacities to meet him, to meet him at his level of consciousness, to meet him at his level of consciousness. Um, so um, there's this patience. There's... Uh, um, deep wisdom around relationships, patience, um, the patience that we need to get where our soul is longing to go, North Node. The patience, she, she brings that. She brings the balance, she brings the patience, she brings whole sovereign self. Whole sovereign self. So just feel into that for a minute. Whole sovereign self. Um, she gives us, you know, boundaries, right relationship to boundaries, not armor where we're armoring ourselves from love, but really healthy boundaries where we can still let the love flow, but it's sovereign, we're sovereign. It, it moves us from codependent or independent relationships, right? Codependent or independent into interdependent. That's part of her wisdom, that's part of her wisdom. Um, so another archetypal energy to just feel into for 
this new moon, but really we're being asked to move into the new. We're, we're being asked to move in, into the new. And so not just thinking about that, you've got to go deeper. You've got to get shamanic about this. You've got to get energetic about this. You've got to look at deep old karmic patterns. You've got to look at ancestral patterns, um, family patterns. You've got to go deeper because this is deep. This is depths with Chiron and Hecate doing it. This is depths. This is like literally you've got to turn the shamanic vision on. You've got to go deeper. It's, it won't just be coming through Mercury, the mind. Mercury, the mind. It's Aries. It's quick, rapid. There is no, fuck, fuck all depth in that. There is not depth in that. So it's like, where, how can I move into these deeper wisdom centers of my body? How can I move into deeper wisdom centers? What are the practices? And I've just given you a really great program that you could dive into right now. If you're not like ready to dive into a seven part intense workshop series with Sabrina on sacred union and you know spiritual awakening coming from above and spiritual awakening coming from below and really opening up to all those gifts of Parvati. If you're not ready for that, you could do Heart Warrior. And that's just a like tiptoe in. <laughs> and it's free. It's the first workshop actually of that seven part series. So it's right, Reunion is a seven part series. And then there's the first workshop. We offer that for free on the Sabrina Lynn website. So you'll see that right on the homepage. Like, want to explore a workshop. Um, we'll put a link right below as well so that you can either feel into. Like I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in for the descent and the ascent. Um, or like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> All right. Um, if this has served, if you know someone that this might serve or bring something to them, please share it. It just helps us to do, to fulfill our mission, to fulfill our North Node destiny line in the world. If you feel to leave a comment, would love to know how this episode was for you. Do you like this format? Is it too long? Have we gone too in depth? Um, do you prefer the shorter ones? Would love to just hear, would love to hear your feedback. Um, Facebook group is a beautiful place where we're always talking about astrology and we're sharing more and we're giving more in there. Um, again, our social media channels, we'll put the Facebook link to the group too all over the place. You'll find everything <laughs> in the show notes below. Um, and just really grateful to be here with you in this way. Um, I get to do what I get to do because of you, right? I, I, get, I, I get to do what I get to do because of you. And it is an absolute co-creation. So, so grateful to our community, all of your comments, all of your likes and your loves and your shares and your, just all of the things um, that we do. Even if it's you just hanging out for your first time on a video this time, I'm incredibly grateful. All right. I love you. And I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.